Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the next two hours here, but I'm not doing it by myself. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Yeah, you're guiding just because you did better in land now. I got the land and certifications. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I got the... It's got he, bad bearings, man. <laughs> bad bearings. I, I can do it on the, on the foots. I can do it in the vehicles. I can do it in the planes. I can, uh, I can do it on the foots, uh-huh. and I can do it on the motorcycles. But highways, I get a little bit confused. It's tough pulling out the, the folding map on the bike, you know, when you're going down the road. And I keep... flaps all over I, the place. I keep the zone in which I'm traveling. Behind, in, behind in, the windscreen there? No, in a pocket on the tank bag. Oh, there you go. Like a, almost like a uh, like a kneeboard kind of thing, but uh, but it's a it's, on it, your, it's on exactly your like a kneeboard. I just it's a magnet. <laughs> got it. Got it's it. Magnet. <laughs> got it. You uh, could you could if you had an artificial limb, you could probably use it that way. If you had that sitting on the tank in front of you, it'd look a little weird. But you know, no, no I didn't or, mean the artificial or, or, leg. I meant the more impressive. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Which an artificial limb. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's continue around the room. On my left, the uh, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, the maximum effort, Kevin. Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. I just forgot your title there. I, I heard during the intro that you could we could mind melt with our. You know what? I don't think anybody really wants to do that right now with me because they get nightmares. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, 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 I hear what they're saying. A lot of times, I hear uh, you suck. You know, I can get. I'm getting that from some of them out there, and you know. So, well, that's that's not. You don't need to mind melt with anybody for that. To, <laughs> So yeah. it's just instinct. We, we tell it's you that all the time. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just instinct. It's, uh, you John, read your own Facebook lately? <laughs> all the time. Yeah. All the time. You know, I really haven't been on there uh, much recently, except for some posts about, you know, love bugs and uh, Alabama Shark Week. I think that's, uh, that's all I have on my, <laughs> on my, uh, on my Facebook. Yeah, I week. saw both of them. Uh, well, I guess I'll put them up. We'll put them up on the, uh, on the Arms Room Ready page. Arms Room Radio page, a Facebook page, so you guys can see them because we want to share that with you. Alabama Shark Week. Just go look and just go look for Alabama Shark Week. You're, you're, you're gonna love it. 
I know Kevin will appreciate it. These are Mobile Bay Sharks is what these are right here. <laughs> <laughs> these, these are Mobile Bay Sharks. I'm telling you something. If there's a shark in Mobile Bay, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, these are Mobile. Because that's, that's a harbor chick kind of shark. You don't want to be messing with that. Just leave it alone. I, wa I walked. I had, I had to swim Mobile Bay as, as a Boy Scout. Right. And uh, they had a boat in front of us, you know, with a little trolling motor on it. As right. a safety. It was just pushing stuff out of the way. You could have set <laughs> yeah. Mobile Bay on fire. <laughs> yeah, back then. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It's not as bad now, but no. you know, because of the EPA and you know, a couple of hurricanes. Well, no, and the ships keep getting dents in them, so they cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, the last icebreaker just sank because they did something too hard. Yeah. Last time I was uh, in, in Mobile Bay, jeez, uh, it's got to be mm, at least ten years ago. So it's probably it might even be like pre Katrina. Um, and I knew they had the uh, the battleship Alabama, and I don't remember the the name of the submarine that was there that they had in the bay. Also, um, I don't even know if they're there anymore. I mean, I guess it'd be hard to get rid of the Alabama. You know, that's a battleship, but uh, everything else. I'm sure all the little static displays for airplanes, because uh, that whole thing, you know, just went you know under. You know, yeah. um, and then uh, then once they did get it cleaned up, you know, you had all that oil start to flow in from the Deepwater Horizon too, so it made it that. But far. it kept the ship from rusting. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. You don't, have to paint it. It. you don't have to paint it as often because you have to degrease it first. <laughs> so just leave it alone. Uh, so how was your week, gentlemen? Everything uh, everything going so going going good? Going, going everything all right? Going well. All right. Uh, Kevin, anything new and exciting in the, in the world of law this week? Mm, not really. I, not really. I'm, I'm still trying to get in the rhythm. Yeah, I understand. I understand. For those that uh, you know didn't join last week or haven't listened to the uh, the, the rebroadcast over there on the old interwebs, um, Kevin went through. Uh, well, I think somebody tried to murderize him. Is what happened. Yeah, literally. Um, and uh, uh, and you were a lot of a lot of knife wounds, a lot of stab wounds. Uh, you, you missed you, you it by yeah, that much. much. <laughs> Just a bit outside. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, and Kevin won. And that's uh, where we said maximum effort. He defended uh, a couple of, you know, his client, a, a court reporter that was in the room with him when all the other attorneys, uh, you know, fled like, uh, like frightened school children. Yeah. So, uh, I did get a couple of questions during the week. Was, was that real? Was, or you guys just made that up because Kevin hadn't been there in a couple of weeks? No. No, that was real. No, <laughs> it, you can, it's actually in the ABA journal. It's, <laughs> it's, it's that real. <laughs> ABA wrote an article about it. I was like, Wow. This is not how I wanted to get the AP journal. <laughs> I had an entirely different plan. It's like I wanted to get it on a Supreme Court case, but I didn't want to be the victim yeah, in the Supreme Court case. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, so, and, and you, got, uh, you got a couple of new pieces of ink on you since then. I did. I did. I, uh, I, I did. You don't, I mean, it, it's not. But just, no, I'm just saying they're, they're very good, very yes, appropriate. No, and it's, uh, it shows the, uh, the mental state is driving forward. You know? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's, that's one tough lawyer right there. That's, that's well, I got the Disney thing going, you know. Keep yeah. moving forward. Keep moving forward. Just moving keep forward. swimming. Just keep <laughs> swimming. swimming. Just, oh, what? Was that out loud? No, no, Earl. Oh, not at okay. all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, so I, I know you uh, You had, uh, what, about a thousand stitches, I think is what you oh, said. Oh, I don't know. Inside and outside? Yeah, probably. Um, I had a, uh, I, I ran into, I think, what might have been the ultimate first world problem this week. And I contemplated saying it or not because, you know, Earl's got 100 <laughs> stitches in his shoulder and Kevin's got 1,000 <laughs> stitches from getting almost mortalized and I got the ultimate first world problem over here. You got a hangnail? No, no. I, I, I cut my thumb on a lobster. 
when, when it was daughter's birthday party and she wanted some lobster and trying to get it open and I cut my thumb on a lobster. It's not much more than a paper cut, but it's at that angle in that spot. So I, I am staring at stars right now inside of my head. I was like, like, why are there little white things floating around? Oh my God, he just gave me a stroke. So, uh, you know, I figured I'd share. Share with you guys because that's what we do. We share. We share with each other. Uh, I said about you know about two days afterwards. I thought, wow, that's the ultimate first world problem. It really is. Actually, that's a that's a you know you could be living on a desert island all alone with shoes that don't fit and the toes cut out. Yeah, you could get like a you you get a nasty infection from that. You have to go stick it in the salt water. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea anymore (laughs) because that's that used to be a good idea. Just don't stick it in Mobile Bay. That's you know no. I actually. I think that's why my immunity is so high. Is <laughs> they dipped me in that. I feel like Achilles all of a sudden. You got a cross going on between uh, Spider-Man and the Hulk thing from uh, going in there. You know, you can pick up all these little radioactive. Well, I look green. <laughs> I looked green when I got out of the water, but that, most of that washed off. Yeah. All right, folks, we got a, we got a really good, really good show. Really good show planned for you today. We've got uh, uh, some great stories. Second Amendment Foundation stories. ATF. ATF uh, lost a couple guns. We're going to talk about ATF losing a couple Oop. guns when we get back. And, a couple? Uh, couple. couple. And, uh, and we'll see when we, when we get back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol, studios. We have got a story for you, folks, that just makes you shake your head. Just absolutely makes you shake your head. Just makes you wonder what's going on. What's going on with some of these agencies? What's going on with some of these federal agencies? Now, I want to start off by talking about the something that happened with the uh, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosive bureau. Bureau, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a convenience store, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and party, it, party supplies. You know, their headquarters is in West Virginia, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, I remember it the, wasn't always. <laughs> no, no. The, the looks I got one gun show. Somebody gave me a patch right. that said that you know alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. You know, should be a convenience right. store, not a government agency. Right. So I stuck it on the, on somewhere on you know badge holder or something like that. And Happened to walk by the ATF. Oh, booth. I went over to talk to him. Yeah. I was talking to him and everything else, and she's looking down at my chest and looking up at me and looking down and you know kind of giving me a weird look. I'm like, what? And I looked down. And, oh, is my yeah. is my fly open? <laughs> I forgot. Right. I had that with me. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect distraction technique for when somebody's putting Molon Lobby stickers on their signs. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do something like that? I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm, mm-hmm. just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Put your hand down, Mike. <laughs> what? What? I what? think I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, from what I heard. From what I heard. The uh, ATF. I want to start off uh, defending them. Listen, these are uh, the, the employees, the workers, the agents. You know, the, the guys at the field offices. You know, the uh, the uh, yeah, industry inspectors. Everybody's number I've got in my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The industry inspectors. They do uh, some incredible work. Now. Yep. 
you get up into the <laughs> higher echelons of what do we say? People that were appointed anywhere from two to ten years ago. Hmm. Yeah. Let's say that. Should we go there? Can we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd say. All right. Say. And uh, they're not all gone yet. You know, they're still there mm. doing the uh, damage <laughs> as much as they can. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly right. So I, I can't help but think maybe, maybe this has got something to do with it. I don't. I don't know. But uh, you know, this is this is where we're going to go. The ATF agents across the country are searching for guns that were stolen from their facility before they could be destroyed. I'm just going to throw a number out there. And uh, let's see if anybody can pick up on it. Uh, give me, give me, give me higher or lower, Earl. Uh, you think it was a uh, hundred higher or lower? Uh, sadly, my e- even uh, I'm full disclosure. I've read the article oh. even before I did read right, the article, right. and you give me higher or lower yeah. than hundred, I automatically went higher. I, I remember this happened a couple of years back. Uh, you know, and they had some stolen from one facility. I know um, that was uh, you, you know I think right about hundred. That's why mm-hmm. I think I, p- I picked that number. This, folks, quoting, thousands. Yep. Thousands. But we're talking about the actions of a trusted contract employee who turned out to not be so trustworthy. He didn't do any other crimes other than stealing guns and gun parts from the destruction warehouse, the ATF, which he was supposed to be guarding. Interesting problem. Yeah. Yeah, I find that... Who guards the... Hen Who house. Guards the guard. Yeah. <laughs> Who guards the hen house? If the fox has decided, no, 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 I'm I'm a sheepdog. See, I'm wearing a suit. It mm-hmm. does make me wonder about, uh, you know, their infrastructure, their 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 own physical security that they have there at this facility. Uh, yeah, you, but yeah. he's there 16 years. Yeah, yeah. So he he knows where the blind spots he, and the cameras he, are. He yeah. can he can yeah. beat that thing yeah. in a second. All he, he had to do was start playing the what if game. Yeah, and he'd figure out how to. Because if you live there, and if you're working there 16 years, you live there. Right. You know how to manipulate that. I would not be surprised if he carried them out in his lunchbox. Right. One piece of it. Oh, you know, <laughs> he's got a 54, 55, 56, <laughs> you know. But he may have taken things out of there in boxes and had somebody else help him carry it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like. Well, this is going to be a desk. And, yeah. and they're being marked for destruction, so it's not like they're going to be looking for them. Right. He was there 16 years. If he took no vacation days and worked five days a week, he took one gun home a day for 16 years. Wow. One, one a day. One a day. No, no one that's not what he did. He got that cargo pocket thing going on right there. <laughs> really, they don't check this pocket right here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they run your metal detector on you coming in. Yeah. Not going out. Not going out. No, think about it. Yeah, how do you run a metal detector on a guy that's bringing his own gun to work? Yeah, that's, that's, He's just, that's why it's always easier to break oh, into prison, not out. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. That could be a great way to carry it in and out. Yeah. You know, you, they didn't, you know, nobody's looking at your holster. Right. And right. there's no gun in your holster when you come in. But there's a gun in your holster when you leave. <laughs> and there's a gun in the holster when you leave. Did, and didn't a gun. you have a stainless model yesterday? Where, where'd you get the balloon model? Yeah. As far as you know. <laughs> ATF agents across the country have been working to track down thousands of guns and firearm parts that have been seized by law enforcement are supposed to be destroyed but were first stolen, according to sources familiar with the effort. Agents are searching for some of their own retired service weapons as well as guns from other federal law enforcement agencies, including the FBI and DEA. All the weapons have been sent to the ATF's destruction branch in Martinsburg, West Virginia. That's their headquarters. Uh, to be shredded according to court documents and congressional letters. Longtime guard at the ATF facility has admitted to carting off thousands 
thousands of firearms, gun parts, and ammunition, and selling them over several years. Uh, I'll give you his name. Christopher Yates, 52 years old, a guard who worked as a contract employee for ATF for 16 years, charged in federal court in West Virginia. He pled guilty possession of a stolen gun and stealing government property. He walked into work, and his, his lunchbox weighed a pound and a half. When he left, it weighed eight pounds. I mean, it's just... This, it, he, he must have been working hard on this. Because I'm just... I'm, he, I'm you know what? Ahead he, and I'm he, he's there for three, four, five years, and then he figured it out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he was just... Right. He's making up for lost time. Toting yeah. them out of there wholesale. Yep. They're paying me a minimum wage? <laughs> I'm going to take minimum wage. Here's a, here's a no-brainer, folks. He faces up to 10 years in prison on each count, but it's unlikely to get the maximum sentence. Well, yeah, because that would be 40,000 years. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, I could, but, you know, what are you going to do after the first 60? Yeah, yeah sure. Because I mean, now he's just a pile of dust and some bones. <laughs> keep that space going. Keep his slides there. Keep his slides there. Yates admitted to stealing at least 3,000 slides. That's the upper receiver on, or upper, the upper part of the gun on a, on a slidey gun, Kevin, on a, on a semi-automatic pistol. Uh, a key part of a gun allowing it to fire from Glock semi-automatic handguns. He also admitted to stealing dozens of guns, including at least four fully automatic machine guns. You know, because if you said, you know, machine guns, we wouldn't know they're fully automatic. So. Yeah. Uh, which are closely well, all regulated. all guns by are ATF. machines. That's true. That's true. It's not clear from the plea agreement if all those machine guns have been recovered. You know, well, you know. How do you remember where you put 4,000 guns? Well, let's see. Well, that's the thing. There's some in the toilet tank. You, you know, there's... You missed. <laughs> they've already... Re- trunk of my car. They've <laughs> recovered... More than 4,000 guns and parts off the list of what's missing. So who knows the, the exact number of what he... Somebody at the ATF oh, who's yeah. going, don't tell the media. I guess don't the first release, the first oh, release that they, uh, oh, they... crap. When they started to get questions, the ATF said, uh, oh, yeah, we had uh, 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 600 guns. It was 600 guns. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like, like that was a small number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell them 600. They won't freak out. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then when they started to dig in it, the, uh, the uh, okay. Congress uh, no, no, started I'm to sorry, that was a typo. It was sixty thousand. Yeah. yeah. Now I want to go through an audit again. Really, you're going to hound me on two? <laughs> I've got paperwork for you know going back ten years, and I'm, I'm having trouble finding two. Uh, let's talk about the four thousand plus you're missing. Here's the quote from ATF when asked. Maybe that's why they're pushing so hard on the audits. They think they might be at some guy's gun shop. <laughs> Here's the, here's the quote from the acting director at the time when Congress asked him about this, how many guns. He said, we cannot at this time characterize the scope of the thefts from the Martinsburg facility. We are not able to quantify. That's an fancy way of saying it. I don't know. Yeah, we got no clue. We got no clue. We got no clue. I am disinclined <laughs> to act yes to your request. <laughs> means no. The, uh, the ATF is still conducting the search. This is uh, this... This search for these stolen firearms was put out to 20, the 25 field uh, offices. That's all of the field offices in the country. Uh, many of these guns have already been recovered, as Earl pointed out. They've been recovered in uh, crime scenes. They've been recovered in Mexico. They've been re- gun running. <laughs> gun running. Um, <laughs> Fast and furious. <laughs> they've been recovered in, uh, in the Caribbean. So they're, they're, making, they're making their rounds. They're okay. making their rounds. And, 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 and as much as we we're bagging on the agency and everything, I mean, yeah, this is something that's it's very, very hard to defend against. I mean, you've got yeah. a you've yeah. got a trusted individual <clears throat> stealing from you, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But if Fast and Furious was what oh, it, yeah. what it appears it was, and they need to explain where they all came yeah. from, yeah. this guy gets six months probation yeah. and a five thousand dollar fine, uh, right. suspended. Uh, yep. Yep. And now, and now we know 
Oh, inside. Uh huh. Inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some bureaucracy problems here. You know, again, agents, inspectors, we think they're doing fine, but uh, folks, uh, stick around. We got more coming back when we get back from the break, or you're listening to Arms Room Radio. play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, it's the Gun Tech segment of the program. I did talk to our good friends out at, uh, out at Gun Tech this week, as I do every week. It's uh, 101 out there right now. They said it's... Uh, but it's a dry heat. It is. It's only 8% humidity. 8, maybe maybe 9, they said. 8, maybe 9% humidity. Do you know that you can't solder in accordance with the mill spec at that low humidity? <laughs> is that true? You can't. You <laughs> can't. Got it. It's got to be higher than that. So it's a, you know, it's a range. Can't be raining inside either. No, no. Had that problem once where... Uh, Wait, Mr. Ma- Mr. McManus was doing the ground guiding for a high lift, and he sheared off the top of the sprinkler head. Vehicle assembly that building? Oh, that kind of rain. Okay, because that's a building that it rains in. Yeah. That was a catastrophe. Yeah. We, a we called that flood because you couldn't get up there, and we couldn't find the shutoff. It was in a building next door. That's a good And we called that Lake McManus. <laughs> Lake McManus. That was a lot of water, and it was nasty. The... Uh, Gen- There's a gentleman in New York who's got some legal difficulties, so we're gonna. I'm gonna bring this story up. We're gonna, we're gonna have a conversation. I didn't with hear from and, uh, him. No. no, 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 no. We have not. That's why we're gonna talk about it here. We're gonna, we're gonna see, and we're gonna, we're gonna give you the, uh, the hypocrisy of uh, New York law. So, New York man who shot two burglars in his home was charged with a felony over an inherited gun that he had. Yeah, he's, he, I, I, I heard, I saw that story. They Six, arrested him yeah. not for shooting the two guys, yeah. killing them, no, but yeah. for having a gun that wasn't his. Yeah, well, it's unregistered. Yeah, it's an yeah. inherited gun. Yeah, sixty-four-year-old man who shot and killed two intruders 
in his upstate New York home was arrested and charged with felony for using an unregistered gun. Let, let me tell you um, how often this goes on in, in New York City with people of this age. Um, my grandparents, my grandfather was a, a World War II veteran and came back to a, uh, you know, a largely conservative town at the end of the war. And then it, uh, you know, it just you know, did the old nosedive. The 60s happened, you know, did, uh, you know, went to, went to a pot of poo pretty quickly, pretty quickly. And it, my grandfather being the, this, you know, he was a, a European theater of operations and Pacific theater of operations in, in the war and, uh, and had himself a couple of firearms. And, yeah. Uh, just a couple. Yeah. Well, you know, these were literally, you know, pistols. They were, they were, you know, okay. a little 38 and, you know, so 22, just pistols that he taught his children how to shoot with and be responsible and, you know, defend themselves when they were growing up. Uh, I'm not saying at some point he didn't have, you know, a mandoose in the basement, you know? it, 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 <laughs> but it wasn't there at the it, end. You know, it was yeah. running around with, with a uh, Naboo or a, uh, a Luger. For, like a, exactly right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but that's not necessarily something we need to disclose at this particular exactly, exactly right. Okay. Well, see, now he's passed. Getting they ammo to... for that stuff is oh, well, yeah, Luger's yeah, easy, yeah. but the Naboo is hard. Now, both, both those grandparents have passed, so if, if the New York wants to charge them, I mean, go right ahead. <laughs> well, they still vote. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's straight Democratic ticket. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah, twice, two or three times. And uh, he had these guns, and uh, and 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 you know, my family's uh, from law enforcement, and they would tell him, uh, "You got to get rid of these guns. You can't have them in the house." And he would flat out tell anybody who would listen, "They can." They, I fought for this country. They, they, he he yeah. mobile lobbied before he knew <laughs> yeah, what that exactly. meant. <laughs> I fought for this country. They can have these guns when I'm dead. And. It, you know, and that was that was this thing. You know, and it doesn't matter how I get there. If they want to come and take them, we'll do it that way. Otherwise, they can have them when I'm dead. And then when he passed, we uh, got them out of New York and, and got them to the relatives that were not in a communist, you know, city. So that happens a lot in New York. You get those a lot in this age. We see this everywhere. You see when when the old the older veterans pass, you find that uh, you know these you know the relatives come out and they go, "Well, there's this gun. Here's the Nabu. Here's the uh, or next to me Nabu. Here's the here's the Luger." Uh, it just so happens, though, when that happens in New York, you're an instant felon. <laughs> Ronald Stolarczyk was in the kitchen of his Deerfield home when two burglars had allegedly, who had allegedly robbed him on previous occasion broke in and started coming toward him. That's what the police said. Stolarczyk told police he then fired three or four shots, striking both burglars. Patricia Ann Tellerico and her nephew Nicholas Tellerico were killed. Police said a large amount of property believed to have been taken from the initial burglary at Stolarczyk's home was discovered at the bad guy's uh, apartment in uh, up, a little up the road in Utica. So, so they they, they know came, they yeah. came back. They came back. You know, they okay. hey, listen. We robbed from this old man. Let's Nothing go back to us. Yeah, let's go back yeah. and get us some more. Let's go. Let's go shopping again at the same store. Police arrested Stolarczyk for illegal possession of a firearm, the gun he used to defend himself in his home had been inherited from his father and not registered. Now, as we go down through this, I bet we're going to find that this firearm was probably owned in New York before it was required to have it registered. Yeah, probably. Because that's what I'm talking about. That's what happened with my grandparents. Well, that's what happened let, with a lot me, of people Let there. me tell you, all this is going to take is the right lawyer yeah. picking the right jury, yep. and that man is going home. Yeah, well, you know, if you remember, uh, let's uh, pull back a year, was it 80, 85, 86, Bernard Getz, you know, attacked by some thugs on the subway with screwdrivers and sharpened, uh, screwdrivers. sharpened screwdrivers, and uh, and he defended himself, and he went to jail on the on the gun charge. Yeah. Well, but just as the, the state didn't do with George Zimmerman, 
they presented a case that Mr. Getz was hunting. Yeah. Yes, they did. And that was, yeah. that's what he was doing. They, yeah, they, they, they turned the race hunting. on that. Yeah. Yep. He was hunting. And you know what? He was just waiting for a deer to walk into his field of vision. Yep. And those kids turned out to be, you know, what happened. That was a different set of circumstances. Stolarczyk was charged with criminal possession of a firearm, a felony. The weapon was a 38 caliber Rossi revolver, according to court documents. It's been released from jail, and his court date is August 5th. What? Rossi. He inherited a Rossi from his father? Rossi. Now, Rossi goes back, you know, it goes back to the 60s. Rossi's were made in the 60s and 70s. That's when they, they, they when were they one of the bought, first. When they bought the Smith & Wesson tooling. Correct, correct. That was one of the first uh, <laughs> Saturday night special firearms. Because yeah, yeah. Smith & Wesson sold all that old tooling, and it got bought up by Taurus and Rossi. I remember that. The uh, district attorney said there's nothing to indicate this wasn't a justifiable homicide, but stressed he can't say that until the investigation is complete. Uh, go ahead, sir. Yes, sir. No, I didn't say anything. I'm just. Stolarczyk told I'm authorities doing my he, physical therapy. he shot the two in front, the front area of their bodies as they came at him. Uh, front area of his <laughs> bodies. Yep, that'll do it. That'll just, <laughs> yeah. 38 caliber Rossi at point blank range to the front of your body will, in fact, make you stop what you're doing. The, yeah. The uh, the district attorney there, up in uh, Oneida County, is saying that uh, listen, right now we're not gonna we're not gonna say that this is a, c a clean shoot because we want to wait for the autopsy to come back because you know if there's like four shots in the back, that's a game changer. <laughs> I think you'd probably want to maybe talk to the responding officers or perhaps yeah. the uh, medical examiner before you make a statement like this. Uh -huh. <laughs> this uh, this moronic statement, you know, that's a game changer. If there's four in the back. That's that's a game changer. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, you know what, I, def, I, I am aware of the defense of a case where someone had a round through the back and they tried to charge that person with murder, but when they reenacted the shoot, the person had leaned over, grabbed the, the victim by the waist, it was going to pick them up and throw them off of a second-story building. They were on the roof. Mm. <laughs> and he stuck the gun in his back yeah. and fired one round. Yeah. So that'll do it. That, but so, but he shot him in the back, but that's only because that's all. That's was all. Yeah, yeah. He, he's upside down with his feet off the ground, heading to the edge. His defense attorney, McNamara's, excuse me, the uh, Stolarczyk's defense attorney said, he told me that when they were coming up the stairs, that as they approached him, that he was scared to death and he thought they were going to kill him. One of the troopers said, "Did you see anything in their hands?" He said, "I didn't look at their hands. I just saw them coming at me, and I thought to myself at that point that it's either them or me." And he just started firing. Said his defense attorney. The handgun was checked. It was Stolarczyk's father who had purchased it legally from a local dealer. It does not say where or when it was purchased. Uh, rumors about the homeowner owing them too money or it being a drug deal gone bad are false, is what all the reports are saying. Investigators in the case discovered that Stolarczyk's home had no electricity or running water and had been condemned, was seized by the state. He's now being provided with temporary shelter and benefits through social services. Uh, or by, you know, Oneida County Sheriff's Office, you know. No, they're not going to hold him because that would, that would be too expensive. <laughs> really, yeah. So you Let another agency pay to keep him up. Why should we, you know, Sheriff's Office is not stupid. I'm not arresting him. I'm not arresting him while he's in the hospital. Yeah. I don't want to pay his medical bill. Let him get out and I'll arrest him afterwards. This story reminds me of a, a little quote I saw on the internets this week. It said, um, quit your complaining. There are literally people living in California and New York right now. <laughs> This guy. You have a point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm related to a few. This, this, this guy right here, this guy right here who defends himself uh, you know, from repeat felons, repeat burglars that are in his home. He's got, uh, 
New York has a, they don't call it stand your ground. They, they do have a, they have, they have a castle doctrine, but they don't have stand your ground. And they, uh, he's good. The shoot's good. And again, again, as long as there's nothing in the back, but you know what? You got a gun oh, in your no, house. Be that careful. Somebody else they don't there. try to say, no, no, because we condemn the house. It's not yours. So you don't oh, get sorry. to use it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Your castle doctrine. There you go. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run of the mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30 round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hey, we've got a, we've got a caller on the line. We, 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 you know, we're running up on the end of the hour here, so we're just going to bring them in so we don't have to... Uh, we don't have to wait and miss the end of the program. So, you know, I rush through it. So let's just, let's bring him in. Hey, hey please welcome back to the program. Yeah, it's the host of Armed American Radio's uh, The Daily Defense Hour and the Monster Broadcast there on Sunday nights, uh, uh, Mr. Mark Walters. How you doing, guys? We're doing more. We're good, Mark. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm in, I'm enjoying my Saturday pre Father's Day, right? Yeah, pre Father's Day. You know, and I appreciate you coming on on Saturday. I know that's that's literally your only day that you're not on the radio. So, uh, you know, it's, it's it's nice when you could do that for us. Sip this week. Yeah, that that actually that is a true statement. You know, you know that to be the case. <laughs> um, you uh, you wrote a story yesterday, uh, yesterday day before that went up on uh, on Amaland. I was reading it about uh, President Trump yeah. and his uh, his stance. Uh, or his, your belief of his stance on the Second Amendment. And I, I wanted to dig into this with you. And I, I know we've had this conversation, you know, offline a couple of times, but I, I want to let you, uh, you know, introduce this to everybody. And then uh, I, I think I'll bring up the same points that we talk about when we're, uh, we're on the phone together. Yeah, I'm going to be opening my program tomorrow with it, by the way. But I titled the piece on Ammo Land, Why President Trump Thinks He's Pro-Gun. Now, that doesn't, I'm not saying that Trump isn't pro-gun. Right. I'm just putting out there why he thinks he is pro-gun. Because I think he thinks he's more pro-gun than he is. And I lay out a couple reasons why. <clears throat> Bump stocks and <clears throat> suppressors <laughs> might be two reasons right. why. Because I don't think Trump feels that banning an accessory like a bump stock, which he did, and had his DOJ stretch to do that even Obama's DOJ couldn't do. I mean, think Eric Holder not being able to do this. Right. Okay. And right. Eric Holder hates you and your firearms. Ha- can't stand them. Right. Trump's DOJ was able to redefine a bump stock in ways that Obama's DOJ couldn't do it for the sole purpose of getting rid of them. Now, could this be sly like a fox brilliance just to shut up the anti-gun left because of what happened at Parkland? Possibly. You know, we're, I don't, there's a lot of things about Trump we're probably never going to know. And unfortunately, when those records are sealed years down the road, I probably won't be here at that point. Right. But I, I, we're just going to have to accept that this is what we have right now. Now, rhetorically, Trump is no doubt the most pro-gun president in my lifetime because he talks a huge game. He's been at the NRA convention, what, three straight years in a row now, I think? That's yep. a record. Yep, yep. Right? Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We, think, we've seen him every time. Yep. Well, I think he thinks that makes him pro, very pro-gun, yet... A couple, what have we gotten from Trump so far? And keep in mind, listen, I'm asking the question. Yeah. The reason I say that is because the alternative sucks. We, nobody wanted Hillary Clinton. There's nothing pro-gun about that at all. It would have been a nightmare for gun owners. We would have lost the Supreme Court. Generations gone. The Second Amendment likely would not be what it is today or was yesterday had she been in office. We certainly don't want anybody on the left getting a hold of the White House in 2020. So, of course, we're voting for Trump. Of course, Trump is pro-gun when you consider all of these things. I just don't think he's as pro-gun as he thinks he is. You know, he's so a, I, that's why I, I throw that question. I want people to think about it. He's a guy, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a born and bred, you know, you know, born and bred in Queens, New York, you know, lived, lived and worked his whole life up there in, uh, in Manhattan. And he is, as, he is as pro-gun as you can be being a New York City resident his whole life. I, I mean, that, it really is. When he talks about, I want to be able to carry a concealed firearm or have people to be able to carry a concealed firearm to protect themselves, that's 100% opposite of the majority of the thinking there in that city. And that's one of the reasons that he views himself as pro-gun, because where he's from and where he grew up and where he's been for 70-plus years, that's pro-gun. Yeah. Well, and you're absolutely correct about that. There's no question. You've got to go back and you've got to look at, at, his, at his entire background. You've got to look at his comeuppance, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I ask the question, what has he done for us? I don't, I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm not asking it sarcastically. We've got two Supreme Court justices now right. who are expected to be pro-freedom because of Trump. I know from firsthand, from firsthand knowledge, because I know a guy, 
<laughs> who knows about these judges' backgrounds. And I can tell you without hesitation that these guys are pro-firearms freedoms, and they are pro-Constitution, and they are pro-Second Amendment. That was huge to say it as Trump would say it. And I would also argue, as I said in the column, from a position of strength, that we have added tons of lower court judges who are going to help us in this fight for freedom for generations and decades to come. The federal appellate courts. Trump is remaking those courts, shifting the balance of power. That's not lost on me. Again, I'm not saying that he's not doing things for gun owners. He is. There's no question. Those two things I just mentioned are ginormous. They are absolutely huge for long-term safety of our right to keep and bear arms. Is a bump stock... Is, is he trying to endear with his comments to, a, to an anti-gun foreign journalist about suppressors being banned? Is he trying to endear the left? Does he think, like maybe Governor Scott did, I asked this question, right. did Scott think he was going to endear the left to him by capitulating on the red flags and the, and the bump stock bans after Parkland? Because he's never going to win those counties anyway. Trump's not going to pick up any Democrat votes. They hate his guts. Right. So what's his purpose for doing these things and saying these things? I'm not really sure, but I can tell you one thing, and this is the whole gist of the column, and that is if Trump thinks that by doing or saying these things, he's, he's picking something else up on one side, he's wrong, because banning bump stocks and even talking about banning suppressors is not pro-gun, number one, and number two, it's not going to be viewed that way because he's going to lose votes from gun owners who are not going to vote for Kamala Harris or the rest of those goofball clown posse leaders over there. Right. They're just going to sit it out. And sitting it out, you might as well be voting for Kamala Harris or the rest of the clown posse. We can't have it. Trump needs every single one of our votes in 2020. I don't care if you have to hold your nose because you don't like what he did with bump stocks or maybe what might do with suppressors. You still can't have the alternative walk into that White House. Yeah, exactly right. You know, you know, bump stocks are, what were they owned by? One-tenth of one percent of all gun owners. Suppressors are about the same numbers. You know, maybe the thinking there is, listen, I'll go after this tiny little thing, get the, get the Democrats off my back, maybe even get a vote or two, which we know is not going to happen. Maybe make peace a little bit, and I won't have offended that many conservatives or, or gun owners because I'm not talking about a lot of them. But that's, that's the issue, and that's the point of the story here is, is that you know what? You didn't have to own a, a bump stock. You don't have to own a suppressor to know that if they're going to take your accessories or take your, your items away from you, that you know, there's more next, that other things will be coming. And you, and you don't want that to happen. No, of course not. And that's, that's why I throw that question out. And that's why I, I answer it with, I think he thinks he's more pro-gun than he is because pro-gun is not okay to ban a bump stock. Being pro-gun is not okay to ban a suppressor. So, you know, again, the, obviously the alternative, I'm just, I'm throwing this out because I want people to think about this when it comes to 2020. I'm seeing a lot of commentary from people who are going, I ain't voting for him. He's lost my vote. Well, you're an idiot. Yeah, because you, you vote just for? voted for whoever yeah. that leftist lunatic is. Right. So get off your duff, quit acting like the absolutist, and vote. I'm, I'm telling you, you don't have an option. You're not going to get everything you want. Trump's the best thing we've got, and you've got to vote for him. You have to in 2020. You're going to watch your rights go right out the window if a, if a socialist walked in the White House. Yeah, listen, if, uh, if Hillary had won, we'd be in the midst of the voluntary buyback program right now. Voluntary. Yeah. <laughs> voluntary, like, here's yeah, sort of vol- voluntary put these handcuffs on and voluntary get in the back of the car for us. I don't think that's what would have happened. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, if 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 they had come back, come around for the guns, yeah, there'd there'd have been. We could we can go we can uh, debate all day long if there had been the blood on the streets or not. But uh, you know, it's it's this is definitely definitely a good point, Mark. You're making here with the uh, you know he doesn't think he's as pro gun as he is, and I and I I fall back on what we what we started talking about that 
you, you know, look where he's from. Look at his comeuppance, like you said. You know, the, yeah. you know, he's a, he's not a guy that's ever had an AR. But you know, uh, you know, Darn Tootin, uh, you know, he's got a he's got a Charter Arms forty four Magnum Bulldog on his waist or something. Are, Mike, yeah, yeah. his, you know, I'm I'm hopeful here. Yeah, that that his sons will talk some sense into him. I believe he's misinformed, right. and I'm hopeful that his sons, who, who are pro-gun, yeah. who, who truly are pro-gun, will talk some sense into the man. I just think he's misinformed, but listen, he's the best thing we've got. I don't care how you slice it. It is what it is. Facts are stubborn things, man. Yeah. If yeah. you're not voting for him because you want to, oh, I don't like what he did with suppressors, even if you don't own one, and you're not voting for Trump, your hand in the White House to a socialist. Yeah, you and can the, flip you him. you got problems now, Exactly right. Mark, how do people listen to you? ArmedAmericanRadio.com, brother. That's where you need to go to find me for everything. Go to Armed American oh, Radio. Oh, yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, at Twitter. Twitter, at AARMark. Facebook.com slash Armed American Radio. And Instagram at AAR Radio. You can find me all over the place. Just look for me. You'll find me. There you go. Mark, thanks for joining us last minute. like this. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Appreciate the invite, guys. Thanks. Take care. Folks, uh, that's the end of the first hour. Stick around. we got more coming back. But until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, 
Here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol, a studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. Uh, let me go around the room real quick and uh, let you know who else is sitting in here with me today. My fellow compatriots on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. I remember when that break used to seem like it took forever. Yeah. Now it's like, uh. Yeah, already. I didn't bother getting out of my seat. I just uh, yeah. I worked this Gatorade bottle right over here in this chair. <laughs> no, I mean I drink it. What are you guys thinking? That's crazy. Uh, That's crazy. We're not allowed to have drinks in the studio anyway. Yeah. No drinks at all. No drinks nope. at all. Follow those signs. Those signs will tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, well, let's just let's keep going for a moment. On, on yeah. my left, the uh, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Should you start referring to us as the your Comrades, no, no, no. Just no, no, so no, no, we no. can start building a building another base in case they go all weird democratic, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're going to be more democratic than we are here. Certainly, you know. Yeah. With the, well, the problem with the real democracy is uh, the majority crushes the minority, yeah, and that's yeah. the end of them. Yeah, that's why I really prefer the republic. I really do. That's and that's what we have. We are a true republic here. Yeah, we, are, we made up a set of rules that everybody's going to go by. There you go. There you go. Except. The Democrats. Yeah, 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 exactly. Going to make up their own rules as they go. They, you know, like, like we, when we expect the Mueller report to be followed when it comes out, and then it came out. We, we don't believe the Mueller report. Yeah, they, they move the goalposts so often yeah, they yeah. put wheels on them. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And it's, and it's power-assisted. Yeah, yeah, it's got a motor. So I've done a bunch of these uh, what we, shows around the country, you know, recently we uh, you know, was, we had a bunch of back-to-back. You had uh, the special thing that I did up at uh, Fort Benning. I did uh, you went the, on concealed, tour. Yeah, the Concealed Carry Expo. Uh, and, and listen, it's not like uh, our good friend Rob Pinkus does where he goes and starts and doesn't come home for four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing the fly out Thursday night or Friday morning, come back Sunday night, and then, you know, go back to reg- regular job and trying to live the life. He, he's got a GoPro mounted on the dash of his car. He does. Just so he can do the videos yeah, while he's, he's traveling. Yeah, yeah. Number one question I get while I'm around the country and all these expos is, where's Earl? That's number one. doesn't matter what's <laughs> going on. Number one is, where's Earl? And number two is, is he really the great, 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 great grandson of the animal? Yes. Yeah. And so. somebody's got to hold down the fort while you're gallivanting around. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I don't think it's gallivanting. I think it's a boondoggle. Boondoggle? <laughs> as long as you think of it prancing. That's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. I'll go with boondoggling. <laughs> I've been known to boondoggle before. <laughs> there were shenanigans afoot uh-huh. <laughs> when I was boondoggling. Shenanigans. Yeah. shenanigans. I remember a story about you being in the back of an airplane with a bunch of guys that had a lot of cabbage on their shirts. and <laughs> they, uh, they were like, who is this guy that smells so bad and is wearing nothing but just combat gear? <laughs> that's and very they're true hold, story. And they're holding the plane for you. That's, you know? a, that's <laughs> a true story. That's a true. They story. let you off first, <laughs> and uh, well, you know, he's the special Ed guy. Uh-huh. That's a true story. I actually got to write. I got asked to write about that. I asked to write. Uh, somebody wants to do a screenplay on that. That's a good story. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just thought it was another one of those normal stories. I had no idea. Oh, I know how you with, feel. Yeah, I know how you feel. It was. At the moment, yeah. it didn't feel weird. Right, right. You're you just bought a Scud missile launcher for one hundred and twenty-five thousand and gold Cougarans from a Bedouin, <laughs> and all he wanted to say was, "You can't have the camels and the calves." Yeah, that's 
Like, nope, I don't want those. You can yeah. keep them. Well, where now they're all like, wow, that's great. Yeah. Where is it? Well, what do you mean, where is it? <laughs> it's where you can't see it. That's where it is. That's where it's supposed to be. That's where it's supposed to be. I know we've got uh, Major Bill is going to be joining us later in the program. He's got a a host of Florida man stories. Oh, <laughs> like, he has a fungal infection. Oh, I no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, I mean, he might. I mean, South I don't Florida, know, you know, yeah, it's yeah. bad down there. It is humid down there. It is humid down there. So, yeah, he's got... They he's can't got weld there or solder there either. It's too humid. Too humid? Too humid. Too humid. Where's a, where's a good place in the country this time of year to do some welding? Uh, soldering. Soldering. Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The Midwest. You'd have to use a soldering gun from the 1980s, though, if you're in Kansas, I think. No, you don't. Well, I mean, everything there is from the 80s. No, it's not. That's <laughs> Kansas. No, it's not. You going there? Bring me back a members-only jacket and some cassette tapes if you're going. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't get those stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but that's like going and buying really, really antique cars. Right. You want to do that in, like, New Mexico oh, or Arizona? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because they don't rust. Yeah, out the boneyard you, out there, you, yeah. You, then you drive them to Florida, and they disappear as you cross the state <laughs> line. As soon as humidity hits them, they just... Well, yeah, it's had all that rust stored internally for it's years, right. and then it's finally released. It's you know? like somebody snapped their fingers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Puff. exactly. It just turned it. You're sitting there on the road, you know, like one of those old commercials where you're moving along the road, right. but there's no car. It's like, what happened? Yeah, I bought it in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> it rained. Now it's gone. <laughs> Done. Gone. Gone, just like that. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I get. I travel around the country. I get, uh, I get to ask, uh, where's Earl? You know, the question number three is, is Kevin here? I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I mean, listen, I'm standing no, here in front no, of no. I don't even That's get That's question three four. <laughs> question three is, did he bring Fred with him? Did he bring Fred? Yeah, did he bring Fred? <laughs> That's right. Did he Fred here with him? Oh, actually, did Fred bring Earl? Did Fred bring Earl? Yeah, there you go. Well, Fred always gets there first. <laughs> True. Fred always gets there first. Yeah, Fred. He's like, uh, he's like your, he's like point. Fred's always on point. For those who don't know, Fred's the, uh, the footlong uh, monstrosity hanging from Earl's chin. <laughs> chin and uh, cheeks and uh, jawline, I guess <laughs> we should say, yeah. He's got his he's got his own uh, Twitter page, I think, too. You know, uh, at, <laughs> he at keeps Fred, bugging me about at, it. at FredTheBeard.com or something like that. Whatever it is, he's getting the handlebar mustache thing going. I'm waiting for him to get the handlebar beard thing going. <laughs> oh. That's a lot of wax, baby. Mm. That's oh. a lot of wax. Oh, 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 geez, who's that? Uh, who's, who's that? Uh? Who's the guy? The guy that we know that uh, the guy with the with the long beard and he puts it in the like the the pigtails down the side. Uh, does all the gun reviews. Uh, oh. There you, go. there you go. Way to set that up, Mike. It's not, <laughs> it's not fluffy. He's clean shaven. No, 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 no. We, we meet him at all the... Oh, the oh, oh. Um, Look at him. Now he's going to... Now you got Earl having a seizure. Dang it. Now. I can see his face. And his buddy with the, with the, with the, with the overalls. <sighs> Jeff. Phil. Jeff Quinn. Jeff Quinn. Jeff Quinn. There That's we go. That's it. That's it. Yeah, look up Jeff Quinn. That's Earl's beard if it, if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't <laughs> braided. A little younger. A <laughs> little younger. Yeah, yeah. So we, we get we get that going for us, which is which is nice. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, uh, we get back from the break. We've got uh, we've got John from Hog Holsters going to be on with us, and uh, Kevin's going to actually talk to him about uh, perhaps moving some holsters from one side to the other. Yeah, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna I'm, you know I I I still I, I did train left handed. I always started the session left handed, and I ended the session left handed simply because I wanted to be. Moderately proficient, proficient with both hands. My, yeah, yeah. Well, now it's going to be all the time all left-handed, the time, all the time, and that's going to take forty years of practice in about three months. Make sure oh, you come boy. back because uh, uh, you know. John's, but now I got a cert pistol, so yeah. I can go <laughs> faster. John's going to be giving away a holster. John's got some. John's got some freebies. John's got some freebies. So stick around until we get back. Though, go check out his stuff at hogholsters.com, and that's H A W G holsters.com. 
The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. 
The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We are uh, we are here uh, coming to you from uh, from the, our world headquarters up on on the uh, the penthouse suites here at the uh, in the radio studios. Yeah, on the fourth floor. Fourth floor. Well, it is the penthouse suite. Yeah, it, it is, is the penthouse suite. It is. We got uh, we got uh, surround windows. We could see in every direction. Ooh, yeah, we can. We can. It's dark anywhere. clouds. It is dark clouds out there, but not over there. Over there, it's blue. Yeah, well, it's, it's Florida. Florida. It's Florida. It's Florida. One, one side of the building is, 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 looks is. like it's raining. The other side, almost sunny. In fact, Earl, you and I posted a video last week after we walked out of the building. <laughs> um, it was sunny, shining, and pouring. <laughs> and pouring, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunshiny, shiny, shiny, and pouring. So we and, posted that. And that's that why I couldn't go outside because I would melt. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and well, the, the, listen, because the, I'm made of saccharin. And then, uh, you know, being in the daylight <laughs> anyway. I'm sweet, but it's artificial. <laughs> being in the daylight anyway as a vampire is not good for you. I, so. You know, I got a really good sunscreen. It's not a really <laughs> so, gotcha. It's the contact lenses. They're beginning to give me cataracts. There you go. Uh, hey, we got to get a caller on the line. We want to uh, bring him in, uh, you know, friend of the program here. He's uh, been on with us uh, a couple times before, but uh, let's bring in John from Hog Holsters. John, how are you doing today? Outstanding. How about yourself? We are good. We are talking weather here. Not that we're a weather program. What's the update there in Scottsdale, Arizona? What are you guys looking at today? Well, we're looking at a high of 102. Uh, humidity is probably going to be around 12, 15, somewhere in that neighborhood. God, it's humid. <laughs> That's that's yeah, twelve or fifty. How I'll do you breathe you. with that kind of water in the uh, air? Uh-huh. Trade you right now. Oh, we're at like please. ninety squared right now. Is what we're at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are. We are. I'm sorry, man. I, I I've lived there. I mean, not in Florida. I I was there a few years ago for the World IDPA shoot, uh, like in two thousand and maybe ten somewhere in yeah, that neighborhood. I think that's when it was. I'm doing and the that, same thing here. That was that was miserable. Um, well, see, the great thing is you don't get dehydrated because you just clench your teeth and inhale and get a drink of water. That's it. Yep. Just go. Good point. And you get it. it you get it in. every day at 110 degrees. And yeah, it's every day at noon it rained. And oh, that Frostproof is one place I'll never go back to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that way. I, it's a great place to shoot, but I just can't handle that humidity and the heat. Nope. No, listen, folks, he means it. He means he wants to go back and shoot Frostproof. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that town was exactly. too that, That's going to take a yep. new kind of firearm. <laughs> Well, I don't yeah. know what kind of firearm it's going to take, but I know a guy who can make the holster for it. Absolutely. <laughs> I make a lot of different holsters. And uh, what I wanted to get a hold of you today about was it's Father's Day weekend. And um, whenever I see a father and a son uh, together, uh, I always ask, you know, I give them the best advice I can give anybody, which is always take a picture with your dad because someday there will be a camera that won't be able to take a picture of you two together. Um and uh, so what I've decided to do this weekend at hogholsters.com Facebook page is do a giveaway. And all you have to do, you don't have to share it, you don't have to do anything other than put a picture up of you with your dad. And um, that's it. And I'm going to be giving away a couple of items. Um, and I'm letting it run through till Monday evening. And the reason for that is in case you don't have a picture with your dad, um, if you see him this Father's Day or whatever, it takes a little bit to find it. You've got to Monday evening to enter the giveaway. I'm going to give you away one of our top-of-the-line holsters. And uh, just just for posting it and just to get the word out, take pictures with your dad, take pictures with your parents, because there will be one day when you can't do that. Yeah, and if you listen, if you're a, 
you're somebody right now that doesn't have a doesn't have a father anymore. They're you know they're gone or the you know, parents are gone. Grab an old picture. I mean, an old picture will work too, right, John? Absolutely. Yeah, you don't have to be a new picture. If you've got a picture, um, if you've got a picture that was taken uh, back when cameras came out, put it up there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's an entry. A photo of you and your parents. Uh, I haven't had one guy who didn't have a picture of him and his father. They both served in the military, did the same job. He put a picture of him up and a picture of his dad up, and he, he, he's entered into the contest. So, it, you know, just, just take pictures, folks. What about tintype? <laughs> yeah. about, you know how hard it is hey, to post Well, you're, you're, you're good, Kevin. It, if you've got it, I'll give you two entries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin's good then. John, tell us. Uh, I heard you guys say something about switching sides on holsters. Yeah, we we, we have to, we're going to talk to you about this. This is where we want to get you here now. Uh, Kevin is a what well, Kevin carries left and right handed, but uh, now it's uh, it was always predominantly right and left was you know trained like we should right. with the with the alternate hand with the weak hand. Just so you're familiar with it. Well, since since somebody tried to myrtleize Kevin and and, uh, and hurt some of the the uh, the the nerves endings in his right hand, he's now a primary left handed shooter, which means he needs some holsters. Yep. Okay, well, I make left-handed holsters. If, if I make a holster, it, it's available in right-hand, left-hand. It's not available ambidextrous because then it would have to have a protrusion on both sides that could make it uncomfortable, but it is available right. left and right-handed. They and are. No extra charge. Tell me about them. Tell me about the holsters. Okay, my holsters are all designed for inside the waistband carry. Um, you, it's always a good idea to wear a belt when you're carrying a firearm, but sometimes you don't wear belts. Sometimes you don't want to wear a belt. Um, all you have to do is clip it to your trousers. Um, the Ulti clip, they're all equipped for the Ulti clip, adjustable height, adjustable cant. Um, they have retention built into them uh, to hold on to the firearm in case you sit down and bang it into a table. It's not coming out. Um, they are 100% American made here in Arizona. Um, I try to ship, um, well, I do ship, unless I'm at a USCCA Expo or something like that. All the holsters that you order ship within three days, um, and uh, they're priced moderately. I've had people tell me that my holsters are too cheap and <laughs> too I'm inexpensive. Not the price, and, yeah, they're they're yeah inexpensive. They said, "Well, we don't like any holster that's under fifty bucks," and I'm I'm like, "Well, okay, no problem. I can charge you more." Um, my holsters all start at $49, and they go up from there. That includes shipping. I always ship for free. Um, I try to give people what they want, and um, I'm, I'm doing pretty good at it. Um, this weekend, I wanted people to, to take some pictures of their dad, and, and this is, a, you know, Father's Day is an important day to me. Uh, my father was a World War II veteran. My sister owned a camera company, and unfortunately, even though she owned a camera company, there's very few pictures of my dad. And, and that's a shame, and it's something that I'm trying to remedy and let other people know that, that they don't have to make the same kind of mistakes that, that uh, were made with not taking a lot of pictures. And the cobbler's kids go without shoes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Uh, the, uh, this the is this the first Father's Day giveaway we've done? Did you do this last year? No, I did not. This okay. is the first time I've done it. I just woke up this morning and, been inspired. and had that idea and said, you know what? It's probably something I'm going to do from here on out on Father's Day. And... Uh, but uh, you don't want to wait till next year to win, so get it up there. And if you don't win, you know you can still get a get a holster at a really good price at hogholsters.com. Uh, while you're there, if you don't mind, go ahead and like our page because we do giveaways at least one a month, sometimes two or three a month. Right, right. Um, and so yeah, and and thank you for having me on. No, of course, of course. Um, what's tell everybody? It's, it's hog holsters, and we keep saying hog. How do you spell hog? 
H-A-W-G, it stands for Helping America Wear Guns, holsters.com. But if you type it in H-O-G, holsters.com, well, I grabbed that, that website also, so it takes you right to the correct place. Hogholsters.com, if you look for us on Facebook, that is where the giveaway is. Um, on Facebook, it's just easier to keep track there. Go on there, find the, uh, find the post about the Father's Day giveaway, and, and put a picture of you and your dad up. Doesn't matter. Uh, son, daughter, to take a picture with, you know, have a picture with dad, put it up there, take it, and you're entered. I just give you a number, and we do it, we do it all randomly. There you go. Listen, I, I know you're saying you get them out in three days. Uh, you know, most of the reviews, you look at the comments, you see everything on there is, uh, listen, I woke up at 2 in the morning, and I was bored, so I bought a hog holster online. At 11 a.m., I got a shipping notice. <laughs> you, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's that the kind of stuff you see. shipping notice goes out. I, I make the shipping notice that tells me that I need to make it. What I need to make, it's all written on the back of the uh, shipping uh, order, and Sometimes the shipping order will be made on a Monday. The holster will go out on Tuesday, but you can bet your butt it won't be. You won't be waiting till Wednesday before it's mailed. Um, I, I, I try to get it there as quickly uh, as possible for the customer. Exactly right. And John, it's 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 veteran owned and operated. You forgot to say that. Well, you know, I understand. It is 100 percent veteran owned and operated. Uh, my wife helps me ship stuff sometimes, so but uh, I make the holsters. There you go. There you go. And. Uh, we thank you for your service, as always. You know, you know, it's, well, people uh, like you make it worth it. Well, hey, listen, we have fun together. You know, listen, uh, you know, we, we've, right. we've, we've got to hang out a couple of times now, and I'm sure we'll be doing it again, uh, and we'll, we'll have you back on, and we'll, and we'll keep talking. It's um, All right, look. Hogholsters.com, H-A-W-G holsters.com, and then uh, what's the Facebook one? It's just Hog Holsters, right? It's, it's Facebook, yeah, just look for Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G holsters.com, and uh, just look for Hog Holsters on Facebook. Do you do uh, any of the really do you do any of the tweeting or the insta snapping or any of that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife takes care of that. <laughs> I don't. I, See, I'm, he's got he's got I IT. He's got an IT specialist. Yeah. All right, John. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you again soon. Take care. Okay. Be Bye. safe. Thank you. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at uso.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. 
What's going to happen next, and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me, and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who had been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Jonathan C. O'Neill died June 15, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. O'Neill, 22, of Zephyr Hills, Florida, was assigned to the 549th Military Police Company, 385th Military Police Battalion, 16th Military Police Brigade Airborne at Fort Stewart, Georgia. O'Neill succumbed to his wounds at Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio, Texas, from wounds that were sustained June 2nd in Paktika, Afghanistan, when an improvised explosive device detonated near his vehicle. Specialist O'Neill joined the Army in January of 2007. President Barack Obama presented him with a Purple Heart and presidential coin at the hospital in Lundstall, Germany, while he was being treated for his injuries. O'Neill was awarded the Army Good Conduct Medal, the Army Commendation Medal, and the Brock Bronze Star, posthumously. Army Specialist Jonathan C. O'Neill, you are not forgotten. I'm back in business. You got any legal issues whatsoever, give us a holler. We'll get you sorted. Kevin, thank you again for sponsoring this as as you've done since the beginning. Folks, when we say maximum effort, you're not going to get it. Listen, you're, just, you're just not going to get it anywhere else. Show me another lawyer that not only went to court and fought for you or did all the work outside of the courtroom, Literally. But, then, but then took the knife for client and another innocent woman in the room. Just not going to happen. Everybody's gonna... like, you know, 
there's a guy in town that says, you know, so-and-so got me $770,000. And they're like, you should get a billboard that says, yeah, but I took a knife. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. Exactly and you still right. know that that's necessarily a good thing. Yeah, and you don't want to be taking it for every client. You know, that's a, that's a lot of wounds. I got, you know, I got some of the next-level training rubber knives. We could leave those out. You could take one they of those. Still they still hurt. They do. Because they got the, the solid grip. They, they still hurt. Solid it's still, still owie. No, it, and it's just... Running away never occurred to me. <laughs> it you just, couldn't. It was just, there was nowhere to run. But, but, that's, still, that's, but that's it's not still near. not... It's not... I just... You could have fled. Right. You didn't have to run away. Where? But you could have done the Bugs Bunny thing. The, the round the table. I could have just jumped over the table, I suppose. I mean, I've looked at that from a bunch of different angles, and I'm like, it just never occurred to me. It wasn't an option. It was not an option. It just never occurred to me. It's not your thought process. It's... I don't look at that as a bad thing. No. I just, no, no, it just no. didn't, I just, duh. Oh. Hey, uh, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing this week? Hey, 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 you watch it with that kind of language. This is a family well, show. Throwing them G-bombs around like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. Well, you know, I was I was trying to be, you know, polite and generous, especially since you know the old man's in the room again. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're trying to make up for what you did to him last week. That's, <laughs> <laughs> he remembered. Hey, oh yeah, this remember this affects I, my bill. I, I am I am not also you know a fan. I am a, a, a client of. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. Lots and lots of sucking up. That's right. That's right. An obscene amount of sucking up. Kevin, I have a question. After you know, it, 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 you know it, Kevin is the life-size version of a voodoo doll. So, you know, that's what people wish they could do to some other attorneys. Well, Kevin will take the, 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 the voodoo pin for you. So. Uh, Kevin, I do have a question. After the, uh, the verbal berating that Bill gave you last week, is he still divorced? Uh, he's legally separated. He's legally separated now. You've come down a step. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, she's still responsible for all her bills. Oh, so. oh, oh. Well, he's major well, bills, so you know why what? not? You know? Can, can you say the word for a man whose mother was not married to his father on the radio? Just like that, you can. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a consequence to aggravating... A man whose mother was not married to his father and is a killer. Just like in Kill Bill. So yeah, keep that in mind, Bill. <laughs> See how I did that? There's a, conse- right. there's a consequence. Uh, Major, you have some interesting stories for us this week. Story, stories, stories, I'm, I'm oh, assuming. There, there is a plethora. and You, know, a, I, we, you used Earl's word. A plethora. Yeah, I used a big word. I used a big <laughs> word. Uh, you know, I, I learned that in my master's program now. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, trying to trying to up it up the game a little bit there. He used uh, to not be able to spell college graduate. Now he is one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he used to. Be, now he's a master. He was a junior better. There you go. There Ooh. He was junior before. Now there you go. Hey, <laughs> you started. Well, you know, it's just you, you look for different things around the country and around the world to talk about, but you know, you always end up back. Never. <laughs> Never ceases to amaze me. Florida doesn't so, disappoint. I have another Florida man story, uh, just because they're just too good. 
And there, there's a couple of them, but it was, it was really difficult to decide which one I, I wanted to talk about first. But I'm going to go with the ones. All my brothers and sisters in blue have heard this before. Hey, that's not mine. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. These aren't uh, my pants. You, know, you stop somebody, you, know, you search them, of course, after consent. Uh, or search incident to arrest, and you come up with some narcotics or a weapon or something that's illegal, and, uh, hey, these are my cousins, brothers, former's, best friends, roommates, aunts. Uh, yeah. those, those aren't no mine. Lying. Uh, well, over in Hillsborough County, uh, a traffic stop was conducted there by the sheriff's office uh, in, in, in the Tampa area. And, and, and that's a hotbed of borrowed clothing, by it, the way. Oh, it is, it is, yeah. 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 Because yeah. they started out with, see, what happened was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, if I had to guess, I would say it was somewhere near Dale Mabry. Uh, oh, yeah. Far, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm with you. <laughs> Keep going. But, yeah, so, so the, the, the deputies made contact with the passenger of the vehicle, old Fabricio Jimenez. Uh, and when they walked up to him, uh, he had a white powdery substance that was on his nose. Uh, this was at around 4.30 in the morning. Uh there was not any donut shops that were open. I was going to say, maybe he makes donuts. And, and the police would know that. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, they got a test that. kit for uh, powdered sugar. Yeah, but it all comes so, back meth. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the deputies uh, just say, hey, you know, um, Mr. Jimenez, how about we take a selfie? So, And he was like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so they take a picture of, of him with the white powdery substance on his nose. Um, and then they take a sample of it, they swab it, and it feels test positive for cocaine. Uh, <laughs> I know, that's, that's a shocker. Shock. Uh, it, it turned that nice, bright, cobalt blue. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Pretty they blue. detained him. And, uh, you know, and, and exactly that. what did they detain him for? Being high on cocaine? Well, he was in possession, Kevin. Come on. It was, it was on there on his nose. Possession of cocaine on his face. <laughs> you're going to measure right. that? Yeah, sure. You're going to measure the weight of the well, cocaine? Well, here's how you do it, though. You put him on the scale. Then you wipe it off. <laughs> then you put them back on the scale, and, and you see what the difference was. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, good so. luck with that. Yeah. Listen, it's probable cause. Beyond a reasonable doubt, we'll leave that to you in the courts, okay? Yeah. But it's probable cause to make the arrest. <laughs> but at some time in the past, he had been in possession yeah. of cocaine. Yes, he has. Okay. And, oh, wait. Um, There's more. Search incident to arrest, and you've read that in police reports, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I have. His yes. backpack was inventoried because, you know, I want to make sure that we, we have everything that you go to jail with, you get it when you come back. That's right. A backpack uh, was inventoried. <laughs> yes. That, that had, oh, about 250 grams of marijuana and uh, about 13 Xanax tablets. Uh, That's the person oh, use. wait. And in his pants was another baggie of cocaine. He has an anxiety disorder and he's self-medicating. Not his Because pants. he doesn't have insurance. Because of Obama. He is a street-level pharmaceutical distributor. There you go. And, you know, he, he is an entrepreneur, and we understand that. But uh, he did say that when he was arrested, without incident, by the way, uh, he did tell the deputies that, well, you know, that cocaine is not mine. The, pe- the one in his, the, which cocaine? Which cocaine? The on yeah, his nose. Cocaine or on his nose. The one on the nose or the one that was in his backpack? So, but I thought the cocaine was in his pants, officer. <laughs> He has a history of, of uh, narcotic violations, and he's currently on probation for narcotic violations. Oops. And they seized his uh, 2009 Honda Accord on a tra- previous traffic stop where they caught him with uh, 11 baggies of 
a suspected green substance. Suspected green. And uh, all packaged for individual sale. So they probably hit him with the intent to distribute. Uh, oh, crazy. Crazy. But he didn't have his car. That's why he was a passenger. Bill, thank you for joining us again, and please stay safe down there, sir. <laughs> Always. To all my brothers and sisters, blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six. Always go with the ender shift. You're with Storm's Room Radio. Come to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. It's funny how I sound an awful lot like you. Listen, everybody <laughs> wishes they could have that. Somebody's got to work on the... The order? Order yeah, of March? The yeah, battle order? Just... The battle rhythm there? Yeah. yeah I keep saying, well, I got, a, I got two, three new commercials that are getting dropped in. I'll just do it then. I'll just do it then. And uh, every time I listen to a commercial, I'm like, mm, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. <laughs> do it over. Not good enough. Do it over. Do it over. I get a couple, couple, couple. I understand up, couple the, the concept of do it overs because apparently the guy that tried to stick me, he wants to 
You want to do over? Yeah, you say, I want a rematch. Do they have a blade that can reach from behind his cell? Uh, bars oh, I'm sure they you? do. Okay, I'm right. sure they do. Yeah. I think it's sharpen the end of one of those trunching tools. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I can do that. You can do that. Um, you know, I used to build super penetrators for the United States government. That was my nickname in college, by the way. Ooh. The United States government was yes. your nickname exactly. in college? Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh, the Supreme, uh, Supreme, Supreme, the Supreme, Supreme uh, Amendment Foundation. It's the Second, Second Amendment Foundation. Yeah, you just think they're Supreme. <laughs> the Supreme. You know what? NRA ain't nothing on the Second Amendment Foundation. Uh, nothing. Add Rob Pincus. That boy's about to lose his mind over the Second Amendment Foundation uh, yeah. and how good they are compared to the NRA. The Second Amendment Foundation. Well, I picked the wrong week. This stuff's nothing good. Just, just <laughs> yes. the heck Should Shouldn't quit smoking this week. Yeah. <laughs> Appeals uh, court dismisses challenge to gun ban injunction. The appellate court of Illinois, or the Fighting Illini, if you're following along, District 2 has dismissed the attempt at the village of Deerfield to appeal a permanent injunction against the community's 2018 ban on so-called assault weapons, explaining in its 18-page ruling that it lacked jurisdiction to do so. You remember this, folks? We talked to you with, with you about this a couple of times. Tried to keep you up to speed the whole way. This uh, The village of Deerfield there just decided um, we're going to ban... This particular style of firearm. Yeah, we just, uh, we just, we don't like it. It's evil looking. It's evil looking. But there's this little thing called. Due oh, process. No, no. The Second Amendment. Mm, yeah, but. Preemption. That's there the you one go. you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. Right. Yay. He'll, see, he'll, see he'll, this is the Socratic, on this is a Socratic method of teaching. Yeah. Uh -huh. I ask the question and then make you come up with the answer, <laughs> even though you're not sure what the answer is. Uh, and I make you look for that right word. And if you don't find the right word, I never tell you what the truth is. Wait, that was law school. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Earlier this year, the Second Amendment Foundation and the Illinois State Rifle Association were granted a permanent injunction against the ban on behalf of Deerfield resident Daniel Easterday. They were represented by Glenn Ellen attorney David Seagal. Not Stephen. Good job. So, uh, yeah, good, good job. You good job. Yeah, good, good job. Good job. Good job. SAF's Alan Gottlieb has reason to smile. He just notched another court win in Illinois. The injunction was originally granted by 19th Circuit uh, Judge Luis A. Barones in March. Deerfield officials had moved to ban semi-auto rifles and large-capacity magazines back in April 2018. You guys remember this? This was after the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down there in Parkland. Q shooter in that incident allegedly... Because we have no verification at this point, according to the article. The allegedly used a semi-auto rifle to kill 17 students and adults on Valentine's Day of 2018. Under the Deerfield Ordinance, any person who already possessed such weapons or large-capacity magazines was given a 60-day grace period. Oh, isn't that nice? They got a 60-day grace period. They're so, they're so thoughtful. They're so thoughtful. 60-day grace period to either, one, remove, sell, or transfer those items from the limits of the village, two, render the items permanently inoperable, or otherwise modify them so they no longer fell within the definition of prohibited items, or surrender the items to the chief of police. Now, it says render the items permanently inoperable. You know, if you put ten or 15,000 rounds through them, that would render them inoperable. It would melt a barrel and do everything else. Well, it depends on how fast yeah. you did it. You just might have to aim at the city hall building. The vacant city hall building, mind you. I don't want to... Oh, I'll wanna, render them inoperable. It may take me, you know, 10, 20 years. But oh, I'll work on it. I'll render them inoperable. It might take me... Twelve or 1,300 miles. but <laughs> <laughs> If you give me your rifle and I'm in Florida, it's no longer going to work in Illinois. I'm, I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> true. that's true. Uh, I have always offered 
Yes, yes. To, to hold, and I do, holds firearms for people that end up in a circumstance where where they are, they're not allowed to have them anymore, or they're in some form of uh, legal limbo, uh, an injunction, pending charges, whether true or false. Because if you surrender those to law enforcement, you're not getting them back if you get convicted. If you give them to a court officer, that court officer can then let her sell that item on your behalf and give you back the money, which they won't take away from you. Right. That's not one of those, you have to surrender their item, but if you sell it, you have to surrender some money. You can't wait for that kind of change. Yeah. That's socialism. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got rid of a thing that was a value, now you have to give it to us. Right. Give us the value, because, you know, that's ours. And it's listen, our money, and we need it. You know, I, listen, I know we go back and forth, we throw a few ha-has in here and there, but Kevin is serious. If you end up in one of them situations, and uh, your court officer, your attorney, is unwilling to do it, well, we, we know a guy. We know a guy. I, I've got... That's what he does. He specializes in Man, I've judges got... Judges call Kevin to ask legal opinions on firearm stuff. I, I've actually <laughs> been in a room where the judge said, no, you can't, you can't give it to a court officer, and other lawyers in the room said, no, no, we do it with him all the time. Yeah. And they're like, she's like, what? He... No, he said, no, no, we, he, all the time, all the time. He's like the gun lawyer. Yeah. He's got a facility that rivals the sheriff's office evidence room. Well, it's better because it's not going to get rusted, thrown in the back and uh, used. Volusia County's new one. They they, they built it and it's, it's just immaculate. And the intercom system in that place rivals anything you see on Star Trek. I mean, it's just, that thing is the. Cat's pajamas. Their sheriff, what. their sheriff up there, Chitwood, he loves to take guns, so he needed a bigger room. He for needed it. a lot bigger room. That's a big room. Yeah. That's a big room. It's, it's, a, it's a very nice facility, but now I know what I'm going to remodel mine into. There's <laughs> plus <laughs> one. I've got ideas. Gonna tell, you know, well, I didn't, I mean, like you push a button and the machine goes over and grabs it and pulls it out. So there's no way you can go in there and touch it. Right. Oh, so there's nice. no there's no handling of the farms. Wait a second. Does this, does this room hold something like four thousand plus or mm. minus? Oh, minus easily, easily, easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He hates guns so much he's taken it from the ATF. <laughs> Volusia County Sheriff's Office. You might have a point. <laughs> there you go. Hadn't thought of that. Yeah. There you go. Now, <laughs> well, I think the Ark of the Covenant's in there too. Oh, I true, mean, it's, true, true. It's uh. Hey, listen, while the village council there in Deerfield adopted a ban and contended that the ban was an amendment to the ordinance that was adopted after the state passed its preemption statute. This is what they tried to do. Kevin, you, you can explain this probably better than I can. They had a preemption statute. And when the preemption statute went into effect, they said it doesn't affect things that were on the law, on the books before then. Right. So they said, well, this was an amendment to the thing that was on the book before preemption. Right. <laughs> so they said, our amendment is to a thing that was on the books. And because we amended it, it was before preemption. <laughs> Guess what? That's not how <laughs> That's amendments not, work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's make an amendment. We're going to make an amendment that says the second amendment doesn't apply to here. Right. Because we had a constitution of our own. That's our amendment. Before. Yeah. yeah. And so we're amending ours to say the amendment doesn't apply. An outright ban is not regulating firearms except, except in the extreme, the plaintiffs argued. And that was not an amendment to the existing ordinance, but an entirely new measure. At the time, Gottlieb accused the village council of trying to disguise its anti-gun extremism as an amendment. Immediately after Deerfield adopted the the ban, Second Amendment Foundation went to work filing the challenge. Three days later, they contended that the ordinance violated the state's preemption authority. 
And we they know, did. Yeah, and they came down with the uh, temporary rest- restraining order, and then now we had the uh, the state or the city go back and say no, 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 and now the the final the circuit court of appeals there has said yeah, get bent. What, what they what, bent. what the what the this little board was trying to do is called a legal fiction. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna create something that we all know isn't legal, right? But we're all going to agree that we're just going to willfully suspend our disbelief. I like the, the preemption in Florida, which says that uh, if you do this and it's against preemption, then you're individually going to be held liable and, yeah, and, and government funds cannot yeah. be used to defend you. Yeah, and we can get, and, and it, it calls out some pretty harsh penalties yeah. for those individuals. So don't sit on a board and then vote to ban something like that. Because if somebody decides to sue you, it's in your pocket, not in, there's no insurance you've got for that. And that's what happened in Deerfield. They said, we're going to create this law, even though we know it's going to get overturned because we don't care. We're going to make a point. In Florida, if you do that, it's yeah, going to hurt. Yeah, the, point, gonna the hurt. point's going to be that you're going to pay the legal fees and damages individually, yeah, yeah. not as a board. Folks, thanks for joining us again this week. Thanks to our guest, uh, John from Hog Holsters and, uh, and good friend Mark Walters. Uh, until we see you next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember... Keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com.